You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Hello and welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. I am your host, Richard Franzi, and this is podcast episode number 1206. We are in a new age of customer experience that requires a combination of data and creativity to set you apart from your competitors. If companies build internal infrastructure and apply a greater focus on personalization and more immersive mobile experiences, they'll be able to deliver something much closer to that long-held dream of true one-to-one customer experiences. That's why I've invited Steve Pitchford, who is Partner Manager at Search Optimizers, to help break down the major influencers in this complicated equation of evolving technologies and customer expectations that is driving the future of how brands like yours must communicate with your prospects and customers. Steve, welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. Rick, thank you so much. It is a pleasure to be here. And you're a returning guest? I am. Well, see, we don't do that very often here on Critical Mass Radio Show, but he was so good the first time we said, you have to come back and share a little bit more of what you know. But for those people that might have missed the original interview that we did with you, maybe we can start by you sharing a little bit of your professional path to your position today. Well, it's been a windy road. Um, I started out um, in the printing business, and I was uh, a self-employed broker for 20 years, but you know, uh, back in 2008, 2008 uh, there was a pivot, and I got into digital. And so I've been with Search Optimizers now in, in organic search for the last 11 years. And so today, um, my role is really to uh, teach SMBs, small and medium-sized businesses, about digital, uh, digital experience uh, on the search engines. And you must have seen a lot of change in 11 years, right? 2008, it's 2019 now. Oh, You're, my gosh. Right? Yeah. You know, we were the swamp salesmen back then, right? Uh, nobody really wanted to, to buy into SEO, and uh, there, was, there was a lot of nefarious tactics going sure. on. But it's really evolved, and I think today what, uh, the way people look at it is that um, it's a staple. It's, it's part of the digital marketing uh, landscape, and mm-hmm. it's well accepted. Okay. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that later here on the radio show. I've got a set of questions I want to go through. But before I get to that, it, I think it's only fair if I ask you to tell us a little bit about search optimizers. And, you know, what makes your firm, in your opinion, and the opinion of your clients kind of unique? What's the what's the secret sauce for your firm, sir? Well, you know, we, we've been around since 1997. I've been there 11 years. So we have been around the block, and we do have that experience. Steve Kinney, the owner of the company, uh, was a software engineer and also a, um, um, a, uh, a consultant for Fortune 100 companies, and he's very process-driven. So you, you have to squeeze every inch of value out of uh, the time you spend when you're dealing with small businesses that have limited budgets. Right. And there's many, many things to do uh, in organic search to optimize websites. So... I would say, uh, you know, that and also we have stayed focused on organic search our entire time. We haven't drifted on into web design or social media as, as many other companies have. And finally, I would say uh, reporting transparency. So not only do we report on positions, but we're also reporting on um, organic visits and conversions. So we really give a lot of transparency to the progress of a campaign. So 
Thank you for that very thoughtful answer. So over the 11 years that you've been with Certs Optimizers, I have to believe, and you tell me if I'm right or wrong, and it's okay if I'm not right. I appreciate that as well. But has SEO come in and out of favor? I mean, is it always been kind of a constant? Was there enabling technology that's now kind of revitalized it? But in your space, because I'm impressed that your company has stayed focused on that aspect. And so I, I'm just wondering, did you have to weather some storms is really the question. Oh, for sure. I mean, social media was the rage, you okay. know, seven or eight years ago. And people found out, well, organic reach in, in social isn't all that great now. It's all pay for play. And, you know, social kind of comes and goes. There's, there's been social channels that aren't here today that were very popular initially. Mm-hmm. Um, like Facebook? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ha, ha, ha. Boom, boom, boom. Just kidding. Just kidding. Arrows. Yeah, right? Uh, look at Instagram. I mean, they're blowing up right now, but uh, they're, they're pretty new. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's it, however, most of the traffic that, that comes through the search engines today come through the organic results. So it really forces brands to do their content marketing, optimize their websites, and uh, really pursue that that large part of the population that's out there searching. Those of you that uh, maybe aren't aware that Steve Pitchford is, in addition to being what he just said he is, he's a member of our faculty within the critical mass community. I have seen him give presentations. He's giving another one here in June to our community uh, on a variety of subjects. And uh, I really want to suggest if you're interested in having someone who can stand in front of an audience of decision makers and business owners and talk about the stuff that we're talking about here on the radio show and probably even more effectively answer questions, which can be challenging in this area because people's knowledge level can vary, but he handles it quite well. So if you're Thank if you. you're looking for a professional who can stand in front of an audience and educate and inform, I highly recommend you getting in touch with Steve Pitchford. And later in the show, we're going to tell you how to do that, or you could just Google him or go on LinkedIn and find him. It's pretty simple. Um, let's get back to the, the firm. And what... You mentioned SMB in the beginning, but kind of paint a picture of the types of clients that you're able to help and what's your niche. Yeah, that's tough. We deal with a broad range of clients. I would say we're tilted a little bit more towards local now. We we were split between national and local campaigns. Uh, certainly uh, service-oriented companies, uh, medical, uh, retail, even manufacturers. So it's kind of all over the board. What we're really looking for is an owner that is hungry uh, to grow their business. And they see the long-term benefits of search engine optimization. Paid search, you can get instant results, but, but SEO takes time to mature, and it involves uh, a discipline of content development uh, to go along with it. So that vision has to be there in order for us to, to be able to work with a client. So I'll ask you this question. It's off script, but how many moving parts do you have to help your clients with to get a successful campaign underway? Well, there's, there's a lot to on-page technical. Um, What's that mean? Well, you got, you, got, uh, you got links that might be you know, toxic that you would have to clean up in, in um, Google Search Console, or uh, you've got content issues like inserting keywords at relevant points that, that help optimizing titles and tags, obviously. Uh, website speed load, uh, especially for mobile, is, is still a continuing problem for a good user experience. So there's a lot that goes into uh, that, and, and we normally partner with our clients 
uh, because they have to deliver part of that. Okay. So are, you work, as you said, you know, in the SMB space, and you're doing more local now. Uh, I'm wondering, it feels that, because we, we kind of talked about customer experience, and I would have to think that, I can speak for myself and maybe for other listeners in the audience, our customer experience, user experience, is kind of set by some of the big names that we might all know right? We're used to a certain level of site performance, responsiveness, ease to navigate. I mean, you're you're being judged now as an SMB against some pretty large international, large firms. Oh, yeah. So how do you help a David, in this sense, a smaller company, without the budget of a large brand, be able to deliver the same customer experience that the person who's Google searching for them might experience or expect? Well, obviously, you can't go after the, the head phrases, right? Um, you have to go after long tail phrases and niche down. Okay, now you're using words that I'm going to ask you to define, like <laughs> long tail phrases. Well, uh, this is what voice search is driving today, are right. natural language queries uh, that we are speaking into uh, the, smart, the smart speakers with. Mm-hmm. And so it's elongating... Uh, the query and the number of keywords that are used in the query, and that's what a long tail is. Okay. And so because people are using a more natural way to communicate with the systems, you have to respond on the other end by being kind of natural language then. Exactly. And what that's doing is exploding uh, the number of queries that are out there. They're growing like 15% a day. And Google is processing 4 to 5 billion queries a day. So we're talking some big numbers. Right. Right. You know, um, again, he is a member of our faculty. I've seen him give a number of uh, talks, and they're all kind of content-rich and engaging for the audience. One of the ideas that I heard you say, and it's actually been on my to-do list, I'll testify to the audience that I've had this on my to-do list probably since I heard you suggest this the first time, which was to create a fact of of questions that people would normally ask to try to find your services and answer them on your website. So can I don't want to give away that was like a piece of gold that you shared with our community, but can you can you rephrase in better language what I just said? Well, it's very interesting. Uh, SparkToro did a study on uh, no-click queries. What's a no-click query? It's where somebody asks a question on their phone and they get the instant answer that Google scraped off of a different website and delivered it to the person that did the query right then and there in the search engine results page. So they didn't have to go to a website. No-click queries in mobile are over 60% now, which means they're not going to websites. However, if you can get on that instant answer, if, you're, if your content can get scraped, your traffic is going to grow significantly. Okay. So the point being that Google is encouraging you to answer the questions that are keeping people up at night, and that is the perfect segue to the FAQ. Right, because those are the logical questions they might be asking, and then if you make it easy for Google to answer, is that what you're saying? They'll pull your answer? There's a possibility, but even if you don't get the FAQ, even if you don't get the instant answer, you're still in alignment okay. with what Google is suggesting we do, which is because that's what their customers are querying, who, what, when, where, why type questions. So how do you develop the fact? How do you develop the questions that form the basis for your answers, Obi-Wan Kenobi, oh, wise one? Well, Google is giving us those. How? So if you do a query and it has an instant answer, okay. 
below that, it has people also ask. And Google gives you four more relevant queries to the original one. So you got five then. But if you click one of those, okay. they'll give you two more. And if you click the one of those, so they'll give you 12. more. And they just keep giving you more and more questions to answer. So out of those four, you could maybe find the one that you're most likely able to answer and then keep treeing off of that. So you really don't have to think of the questions. You just have to create the answers because Google's serving you the most relevant questions. Well, Google's also giving you the answer, but I wouldn't recommend you well, copy no, that one. of course you not. No, you're not going to do your that. Give you a twist right. and then maybe put a little hook at the end so that if you grab some interest, they will go to your website and drive traffic. Okay. So do I have this correct? I say to Google, okay, Google, tell me who the, tell me, Define the term SEO, and it comes back and it reads me the answer, which just happens to be off of your website, right? But on the on the phone, it shows me where that source of that information came from. So I could click through, and now I'm on your site. It has a link where the originating uh, response was, yes. But I could also then look at other questions that Google is serving that are relative to that first question, and, right. and, and there I go. I'm starting to create. Now, if I created a fact which I'm motivated to do, on uh, CEO peer groups, let's say, which is my business, right, mastermind groups. Um, is that an available page or two on my site as well? Is it readily, is it a fact on the site? Or how do, how do you recommend people do that? I would put, by the way, that's an FAQ section, frequently asked questions, right? Okay, thank you. <laughs> yes, I'm speaking lingo, yes. Thank you. Okay, now the master's teaching the student. Thank you, sir. I would recommend uh, either on a under an about us link or even an faq link you know right on the main nav because that's what people's most interested in um and yes yeah, so those are uh those are that could be a single page okay uh or you could break it off into sections if you've got a lot of them you may want to make it easy for people to find okay and you can cross link you can cross link to a blog post that are relevant to those questions and also evergreen content that uh that you know lives on your website continuously so so we I've invited Steve Pitchford on here, not just to share a little bit of what he knows that he helps his clients to do relative to SEO, but also as a member of our faculty to blend that with this idea of the customer experience. And, and I wanted to spend time on the uh, frequently asked questions because I think that is a very customer-centric solution to having a good interface with your clients, right, for a good experience. People are online trying to find information and answer questions these days, right? Exactly. And let's face it, that's where the start of the customer experience is. It's on the, the buying side, right? Right. Uh, a lot of customer experience is focused on the after-sales side of it, but the digital customer experience starts with the search engines and the websites. So you're leading a workshop with Lauren Fear, who's another member of our Critical Mass community with Loyalty Craft. She was unable to be at the show today because she had other prior commitments, but you're you're here as a member of the faculty, not only talking about what you do to help other clients, but I'm really excited that you and she are gonna be leading a workshop in June at our all member event in this on this topic. So um, can you give us kind of the big idea or the big ideas behind what you and Lauren are gonna be sharing with our members? Well, I think the, the big idea is that uh, customer experience is both on the pre-sale side and the post-sale side. We call it the yin and the yang. So okay. uh, I'm going to be the yin, she's going to be the yang, and uh, I'm going to talk about that, that pre-sale experience, how important it is to have a website that's easy to navigate, that's uh, on target with the topics that the audience is most interested in, uh, that it loads quickly. Um, you know, all the things that make it a very smooth experience, like 
what Amazon has delivered. Right, because I think in this day of abundance, if your site doesn't solve their quest, they'll go find somebody else who will. Yeah, they don't have a lot of patience. I was just going to say that the, the, there's such an abundance of places to go. Why spend an inordinate amount of time trying to force a site to teach you what you're looking for? Just go find somebody else, right? And time is the key. Right. Anything we can do to cut down on our brain power and make it easier to get through the day, that's why I think voice search is such an important part of the future. Now, when you look at the featured snippet and only 40% are going to websites, when you transition to voice search, which is the smart speakers, they're going to give you one result. How does that impact the way that you do your SEO and your content on your website? So it's no longer being on the first page. It's being the only one that they're answering. Oh, my goodness. Now, Google already has tools out there, one called Dialogflow, where you can create personas and conversations, kind of an advanced chatbot, so to Uh speak, that brands can build for their audiences and improve the customer experience. And is that available to the SMB market? Or is that sort of the next level up? What are you seeing today? I would say that uh, larger companies are currently the ones that are investing sure, in that. Sure, uh, But it's, it's coming very quickly. That's usually how it happens, right? It yeah. gets worked out and then it gets, the, the market is below those guys. So then some entrepreneur says, hey, I can take this. And but I think we're at a tipping point. I think we're in a stage where it is going to blow up quickly. AI is, is right around the corner. Like, for instance, if you ask Siri, what's the temperature outside? She will tell you. But... If you say, well, what about tomorrow? She'll say, well, what about tomorrow? Really? That context isn't there yet. Oh, wow. But it's not that far away. It's all about machine learning, and machine learning is just exploding. Yes. So you can see it in the, the tone of the voice of the agents today, Siri, Cartona, um, Alexa. You can hear the, the human inflections that they're building into it. Okay. So it's an exciting time we're in. It is an exciting time and always challenging, right? And that's why I've asked you and Lauren to come in and just give our members, our CEOs and business owners who are a part of the community, an update on the latest trends so that they understand when they go back to their office what else they need to worry about and at least have some conversation with the right people about are we optimizing what we're doing in this space. You know, one of the things that I learned from Lauren is that the uh, customer experience is also an emotional aspect to mm-hmm. it. It's, it's not just the, I mean, it's how they feel and the relationship. It's building a relationship with your customer, isn't it? It totally is. In fact, it's what I've noticed that the successful websites are really meeting their audience where they're at when they land on the page. They're not necessarily delivering the answer at that point. Okay. They're relating to the problem that the customer has at that point. It's an emotional appeal that they're making and once you come alongside somebody and they get that feeling like you got them they're going to spend some time on the site right and then they're going to listen to your solution right right okay so uh this is june 5th it's a it's a private event for the members of the critical mass community we have invited some guests who are coming but basically uh, i'm sure you're and you and lauren are open to giving this talk to other people if they're interested i don't want to do that be your agent but i would think that that's probably a possibility so if someone would like to learn more about you steve pitchford or your company, SEO Optimizers, where do you suggest they go online? Well, LinkedIn, obviously. Um, I'm there, uh, easily found. And then also, uh, 
searchoptimizers.com. That's where we live. Okay, searchoptimizers.com. Don't miss that. You're a wonderful person to give of your time to share a little bit about what you know. It's and been a pleasure, Rick. It goes fast, doesn't it? It sure yeah, does. Yeah, you got to come back because we just really, I feel like we're just scratching the tip of the iceberg here with all that's going on. And these tools are so appropriate now for SMB companies to be really investing in and getting the return. Absolutely. So will you come back? It would be a pleasure. All right, there you go. Until our next show, ladies and gentlemen, let me first thank our engineer for today, none other than Mr. Paul Roberts, and our three producers, without whom I couldn't do this show, Joan Park, Crystal Nunley, and Hedley Stern. If you'd like to connect with me, let's do it on LinkedIn as well. Where are you there connecting with Steve? Type in Richard Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I, and uh, connect with me, and let's start a conversation. And until our next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.